At the end of the day, my desire is to lay my head down in peace. Whether in sweat from labor or patience spent on technology. To find the silver lining when the day is unexpected. To dance with words until they step in perfect time and I learn my partner's lead. Or in a quiet patience, listen and listen again for the answers God is speaking. Maybe I just need to hush my measurement, turn off the race of thoughts, and ask for rest. I gave what I had. I questioned what I didn't, and I pondered a new way. It is time to rest in who I am. Welcome. This is Intentional Now Podcast, an engaging workshop discussion on change, purpose, and redefining what we say yes to. Yes, I'm going to say that again, what we say yes to. We're going to define that. Hello, I am Kristen Wombeck. I am a spiritual entrepreneur, coach. I'm chasing bold dreams, doing the work, and asking really great questions, getting life done. Done? The life that we are meant to live. You ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. (laughs) We are here. It is a Friday evening. I have had the most interesting week. What about you? I hear you shaking your head. Yes, it's been totally interesting. Well, great. We're going to take that interesting and we're going to just squish it down in this cube here. We're going to talk about it. Um, Put it on the table. Maybe some of us need to put it in the trash. I don't know. But I am so glad you are here. I say hello to my international listeners and say, hey, hello, USA. And how is everybody doing? (sighs) There's my breathe in and breathe out. I think I do that every time. I just rest into it. I hear you rest into it. And we both have our headphones on listening to what heaven is saying to us, towards us, for us, about us. And we just concentrate. We just focus. And we hear God speaking to our hearts and our spirits. (laughs) See, that's good. I can feel the shift. Can't you? Okay, we have a big show for you today. Yes, I have so much to share with you. So last week, I hope you had an opportunity to listen because we opened up a brand new series called Discovery. And last week, it was totally a milestone. So please make sure you listen to it, okay? We closed one book the unfinished book, and we opened a brand new assignment with many resources we will entertain along the journey, right? I like resources, you like resources, and I like what God gives us from heaven, right? So in this workshop-style podcast, we have familiarized ourselves with the discussion of divine strategies. Amen? 
And today's takeaways, you ready? We're going to rekindle the foundation from last week's invitation to walk a new assignment together. So get your pen and paper out because this is something new. You bring your to-do list and you put them on the table and let's talk about it. We're going to strategy forward. There is no going backwards. There's just moving forward. We're going to talk about redemptive gifts in operation, redemptive gifts from Romans 12. And we're going to look at the timeline from our own transformation through the eyes of best-selling Christian books and also on the corporate timeline of transformation. Wow, I told you it was going to be a huge episode. Okay, okay, so here we go. I am going to introduce to you a couple of new books into our conversation, okay? All the resource links for this episode you will find below in each episode. I always leave a wealth of everything that I've shared with you, talked about. It's all there for you so that you can concentrate and listen and feel like you don't miss a thing. That's really important to me. I invite you, I invite you into a closer relationship through patron or coaching for life. I help you and support you. Your support helps me to support you. And I really thank you for checking that out and partnering with me there. My reference book list highlights those that I will be discussing along this journey, the entire journey of the Discovering series. Those books will come up now and again until we complete this particular assignment. You might say, why these particular books? Well, they're included in my entrepreneurial assignment. Let me unpack entrepreneur for you. It is a word that I use to bridge the areas I've experienced, learned, and in turn, I produce resources to share with the body of Christ to illuminate the glories and wonders of God. Everything for me is absolutely spiritual. Heaven and earth provide us with a powerful mirror about our lives, about our relationship with God. And we have the wonderful opportunity to actually get inside that reflection and learn. All right. So from a prophetic window. So I am prophesying in one sense. Together we can strategy forward with the issues that God has placed on our hearts. Together, yes, I'm prophesying that together we're moving forward with the issues that God has placed on our hearts. Those areas, this is what I sense, I sense about you, that you are pressing into, hearing from God and drawing close in intimacy. For financial strategies with an entrepreneurial touch, areas of healing, personal, inner healing, and also physical. Areas of relationships, especially a strategy around them. Let me pray for you. (laughs) Father, I just thank you for this opportunity that we can come together 
and I just humble myself and I open my heart and my mouth to express what you have placed there for all of us, for my listener, for me, for all the areas that we are pressing into looking for the breakthrough that your goodness provides for us. And that's what I am focusing on is your goodness. I lift up all of these areas that my listeners are just pressing into. They're focused about, Lord. And I just ask for extra measure of grace. And I take grace in my right hand. And then I ask for an extra measure of mercy. Actually, you made new mercies today for us. So I grab those mercies in my left hand and I put them together and I say, God, your grace and your mercy, and I ask for it to touch us, to heal us, to strengthen us, that your miracles, signs, and wonders would just explode. Grace and mercy, (laughs) we thank you for touching us. And Lord, we just take that grace and mercy and we hand it to our ministering angels and we invite your ministry to touch us. In Jesus' name, I bless you. So to help you know me, to understand how I think or how God talks to me, his purpose is through me on your behalf. Uh Uh-huh. I will refer to my redemptive lens for this particular assignment's layout as such. So this is the part where our own individual redemptive gifts can grow and be inspired. Grow and be inspired. I'm inspired and I'm growing right here with you, talking to you. You are growing and being inspired. So that is our word. We're doing this together. Miles or distance, they play absolutely no part in spiritual matters. None whatsoever. God knows that you are listening to this podcast. I know that you are listening for a direct purpose. And together we stand in a position of humility and honor. Yeah. A position of humility and honor, both of us. Our mouths, our ears, our hearts are just open and we're saying yes, yes, and amen to God's goodness. So redemptive glyphs. Mm, I haven't talked about it before. Maybe this is something brand new to you. So I have some recommendations for you that, of course, I'm going to leave links for you. Those recommendations are Arthur Burke in Sapphire Leadership Group. Nancy Bentz in Shama Ministries, David Nivens, and also Freedom Arc, and that is with Mike Parsons. Excellent places, excellent resources to add to what I'm sharing with you. So regarding redemptive gifts, I'm not talking about the manifestation gifts found in 1 Corinthians. And I'm not talking about Ephesians 4 ministry gifts in which we walk and we learn and we mature in those gifts. But the redemptive gifts are found in Romans 12. Prophet, servant, teacher, exhorter, giver, ruler, and mercy. I'll say them one more time. 
prophet, servant, teacher, exhorter, giver, ruler, and mercy. I have encountered each one of these gifts, redemptive gifts in heaven, and their connection to my own personal unique design. Knowing our unique design is so crucial for our victory. Yes, so crucial. So each one of us, each one of our spirits actually carries each one of the redemptive gifts, and so did Jesus. But there's one that comes to the forward, to the headship there. And then in our soul here on the earth, there is one that is definitely pronounced. So the question lies within God's mystery to when we truly, when did we receive this redemptive gift? At conception? Salvation? I might say before the foundations of the world. And that is a great question to ask God about. But know this, it already is sitting and immersed upon your life. It is a gift. <laughs> the Bible does give us a clue through Jeremiah 1.5. And I know you know this one. I knew you before I formed you in my mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and I point, appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Speaking about Jeremiah there, but he says, God says he knew us before he formed us in our mother's womb. So our redemptive gift is shaped throughout our personality. Now for me, I find myself, I'm very black and white. <laughs> This doesn't surprise you. It is um, a strategic means of principle and design. And I always, I always want to run ahead, discover what is next. That's just who I am. So the gifts tend to shape our personality and our personality then reaches for those ministry, those laying on the hands gifts and as a means to express the goodness of God that he's placed on our life. So you will see yourself in God through your redemptive gift as a prophet, servant, teacher, exhorter, giver, ruler, and mercy. Yes, you will. So I absolutely love, and I will tell you through the experiences of my own redemptive gift to encourage you and your own uniqueness. And I love, absolutely love weaving principles together in order to produce change. If you have listened to several of my episodes, you know that I am totally into restoration, transformation, and change. So you can already see I've laid evidence that I am so passionate about it. I thrive in change and people naturally come to me for assistance in, with, and through change. Through experience, I naturally invite the opportunity to take myself and others to the outer limits of excellence with God. That is the framework for this series. I invite the opportunity. Did you hear that? The opportunity. That is a direct thought to God. So we're inviting the opportunity to take myself and others, you, to the outer limits of excellence with God. Hmm. Can you just feel the invitation? 
So developing your spiritual perceptions allows the individual, that's you, to see a picture of God so dynamic and real that it moves the individual out of the comfort they are experiencing and into a journey that will bring them to fulfillment of what God created them to be. And yes, I'm going to say that again, don't you think? (laughs) Developing your spiritual perceptions allows, so developing your spiritual perceptions, that is what I wrote the unfinished book about. That's what 45 episodes prior to this have been talking to you about developing your spiritual perceptions. Those allow you to see a picture of God so dynamic and so real that it moves you out of the comfort that you are experiencing into a journey that will bring to you fulfillment of what God created you to be. And you say, amen, and I totally want that, right? So my passion is totally unleashed in that short paragraph. Again, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. So we all want this fulfillment, and we need each other to bring out our own individual uniqueness. So which affects that uniqueness affects relationships? What we say yes to. Are you listening? It affects relationships and what we say yes to. First, it affects our relationship with self. Mm -hmm. Second, it affects the relationships chosen around us. (gasps) Yes, chosen. I heard your breaks right there. What do you mean chosen? Who does the choosing is part of what we say yes to. Mm -hmm. Again, that is where change comes in. Do we need to make changes to our yeses? (laughs) God has called me and my uniqueness and my redemptive gift to study principles, to look at problems and opportunities and assemble them into sets that produce results. (laughs) I am a problem solver. I see an issue or a problem and I immediately, I look for God's design and principle and answer. Now you totally understand the why God has asked me to look at the principal design of this particular collection of books that I'm talking about. All of them I have read over the course of the last 20 years. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if you have read at least half of the list. They are the best-selling Christian books over the course of my personal transformation timeline. Let me explain that. Personal transformation timeline definition. I'll read the back of the unfinished book for you. That's the best answer I have for you, right? So you can see when God, I allowed God to start to transform me. When I was eight, I asked him to come into my heart. When I was 29, I allowed him to heal my heart. When I was 30, I asked him to introduce me to Holy Spirit. 
When I was 40, I allowed Holy Spirit to change me. When I was 48, I agreed with him what he said about me. When I was 49, he opened my spiritual eyes to his kingdom. Now I'm 58, and I feel like I'm only beginning. Actually, I am 62 now. (laughs) That is what I talk about. You could hear when I personally allowed Holy Spirit to start changing me, to transform my heart, deal with some things, and allow him to love me in the way that he wanted to. And so that is the course that is the 20 years, 30 years that I'm talking about with this collection of books that touched me along my journey. Today, I'm going to begin with two books, just a little short, little blurbs for you. It's The Prayer of Jabez by Bruce Wilkinson and The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. See, I told you you would be familiar with them. First and foremost, I want to honor God's assignment through the author's work and their dedication. I honor how they touched my life in a particular time frame and were instrumental to the path that led me here today. And I am so blessed to have encountered their thoughts and their words. I honor them. So last week's episode, I purposed and I laid a rough draft of questions. If you listened, you know those questions, they're right there. And we will begin to unpack them today. I invite you to bring along your assignment from heaven. And if you listen to the episode more than once, you will naturally start to see a layout of strategy. So what do I mean by heaven's assignment? Let me share it with you. From a personal stage, this is personal, and it's a transparent look in my life changes currently before me. So my husband recently retired due to the confines of COVID. That created a significant about face in many areas. For me, as a spiritual entrepreneur and host, that made me look at business, leadership, writer, spiritual goals. Um, okay. And relationally, imagine it. Now two people are under the same roof 24 hours a day. So 36 years of marriage, strengths, and weaknesses are definitely highlighted. So I'm going to add to that. My husband hasn't focused much on his own self-care, and there are some health issues staring us in the face. Mm -hmm. Getting one's sea legs in a storm can be challenging. (laughs) Yep. Yep, we're hearing each other, aren't we? Getting one's sea legs in a storm can be challenging. But let's remember, I'm going to talk about my design, or should I say, learn from my design, as many of us have been forced to gain a new set of sea legs in a storm, in this particular storm, in the last two years. (laughs) 
I can hear my dog snoring in the background. That is my King Charles Spaniel, and she's snoring in her little bed right next to my office. So if you hear low grumbling, that is Dash. And yet, it's easy to find pictures of her. She's so darling. So I just wanted to let you know that is Dash snoring. (laughs) So... Back to what I was talking about before her snores. <laughs> That's a good smile, right? A good smile. Good smile. <laughs> so I love, remember, I love the art of weaving principles together in order to produce change. And I'm smack dab in the middle of it. Amen. Maybe you are smack dab in the middle of change. Well, I thrive in change and people naturally come to me for assistance in change with change. So you are listening to this podcast and you are coming into a relationship with me and the resources I provide, right? Okay. So through experience, I naturally invite the opportunity to take myself and others to the outer limits and excellence of God. I'm going to say that again because we need to understand that. So through experience, so experiencing God, I naturally invite the opportunity to take myself and others to the outer limits of the excellence with God. That is totally on-the-job training front and center. Mm -hmm. So developing spiritual perceptions allows the individual to see a picture of God so dynamic and so real that it moves the individual out of the comfort they are experiencing and into a journey that will bring them to fulfillment of what God has created them to be. I know I said that before, but sometimes when I say it again, it goes into my ears again because I need to hear it. So when we develop our spiritual perceptions and I take my redemptive gift, which is allows individuals to see a picture of God so dynamic and so real that it moves you out of your comfort zone that you are experiencing into a journey That will bring you fulfillment of what God created you to be. Mm -hmm. So you might be able to relate with me on some of the issues. And obviously, yeah, the issues that I shared with you. Mm -hmm. Assignments leap over walls to procure the answer. Then we leap back with the answer in hand and now... We have to appropriate it into those areas of our lives. That's what we're going to do. We're going to leap over walls to procure the answer. Then we're going to leap back with the answer in our hand. And now we're going to appropriate it into those areas in our lives. Okay? So let's head back to those books and the questions. So we're going to talk about time frame. What was going on in our lives when the book was being published and released? And we're going to ask questions, and I always start with myself, and I'll share that thought with you, my listener. So our reference towards the book will be similar to our lives 
as a bank account. I just use a bank account as a type and shadow. So what did God deposit through the book and what was the result it had on our generation? And together, let's ask more questions. Did we individually or corporately, did we miss the deposit? Did we receive the deposit as individuals or corporately? What is the residue and the testimony that remains from the book? We will ask questions of the book's divine installment and ask if the words were written, have they gained interest, interest in my life, interest in the body of Christ for the master? So I'm taking that thought along the parable of the talents found in Matthew 25 when I talk about interest. More questions. We may need to open a new account. We may need to close old accounts. And we may need to discover an entirely new accounting system to steward divine resources. And that door of discovery, it is open for us today. In this series, it is open. In retrospect, I'm looking for the interest gained and revelation increased. That's, that's what I'm looking for. When I discuss these books, I am looking for the interest gained and the revelation increased. So I'm going to open the books, and they're both clear in their text. They're both absolutely clear. A journey with purpose. What on earth am I here for? And the author invites the reader into the journey and asks for a commitment by filling out a my covenant between the reader and God for the next 40 days. Now that's not too far from what I've asked you here. To bring your assignment, to bring your heart along with mine. And the next one. I want to teach you how to pray a daring prayer. And the author is focusing the reader towards breakthrough. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory and that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. Jabez. God's position is to answer both. Again. <laughs> Ooh, I can feel that. Mm -hmm. God's position is to answer both. I'm going to read again the poem prayer that I opened with this particular episode. At the end of the day, my desire is to lay my head down in peace. Whether in sweat from labor or patience spent in technology. To find the silver lining when the day is unexpected. To dance with words until they step in perfect time and learn my partner's lead. Or 
in quiet patience, listen and listen again for the answer God is speaking. Maybe I just need to hush my measurement, turn off the race of thoughts, and ask for rest. I gave what I had, I questioned what I didn't, and I pondered a new way. It's time to rest in who I am. (laughs) Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. God, I thank you for today's episode. I thank you for touching all of us. (laughs) I thank you for just you set up just this episode and you're already expanding our 10 plagues. And we just thank you that you are a God of goodness and a God of answers and a God of making a way, even at the times where it seems like there is no way. God, we thank you. We take that grace that we had in our right hand. We take that that hope in our left hand. The mercy. It was mercy in our left hand, right? Yep. Grace in our right. Mercy. We can add hope in there too. Mercy in our left. And we put them together and we say, God, we believe you. We trust you. And we anticipate your principle and design moving us to see the excellence of who you are and how you created us. It has been my pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much. I will talk to you again next week. Bye now.